Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Naisha Stone, and we're back with Carving the Stone Podcast, where our positive news articles come to life. And every Tuesday, you know, I'm interviewing somebody around the world about positive news. And, you know, we started in Milwaukee, so I'm always going to probably bring somebody from Milwaukee every few ever, few episodes and every few articles. So today we're back doing our usual guest. Last episode, we were celebrating our six-year anniversary. We still celebrating. Um, but if y'all new to the podcast, we are an online media company that covers positive news we're local in milwaukee and also atlanta we started off with online articles and now we do video interviews we you're listening to our podcast we also have a radio segment and then how we make money you know people always want to know about that uh, we provide public relations and communication services so if you're ever needing help with connecting to the media make sure to hit us up at carvedinstone.com so now i got our little plug in let's really get into the conversation so today we have a guest who's already on carved in stone and he is using the pictures that we took of him everywhere and i love it because they look wonderful everywhere <laughs> yeah, I hear him. All right. So Moanje Thompson is the president and CEO of Audio Moguls Media, which is a podcast network. And it's also all about empowering black and brown people to use Web3 technology and all to tell their own stories. So what's up? Hey, 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 what's going on? I got to give you first of all, I gotta give you your props. Congratulations on six years. That is amazing. I got my little button over here. I don't know if you want you want some you want some um, laughter and some hand claps and applause. Oh, yeah. See, yes, yes, yes. Okay, let me <laughs> let me go ahead. See, we didn't know that we didn't know we was gonna do that, but let's go ahead and do that. There we go. There we go. There we go. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't hear it. It was there though. It was there. It That's was cool. There. I heard it. I heard it. I, I know it was there. I know it was there. Um, but if y'all didn't know, we're uh we're here to talk about podcasting because Moanje, he actually helped me start my podcast. He helped me get the microphone that I'm speaking into right now. Um, he helped me pick some other equipment for carbon stone to help us with our visual visuals and our audio. So that's what his whole business is built upon. So can we just kind of start off with, you know, why interest in podcasts though? Like um, especially since there are a billion podcasts out. Yeah. nowadays and i'm adding on to those billion podcasts but you know what is it about podcasting that caught your interest and how do you kind of create a good podcast yeah no great question so uh my podcast so what started in 2016 we're running into like seven years now which is crazy um like yeah. we're almost in like 300 episodes in i think we're in like 270s right now but um it's it really started with just a phone call to one of my friends i was like yo um i've been listening to Charlemagne, brilliant idiots uh angela Yee lip service the casey crew with dj envy and then so many other podcasts and i was like i think we can do this and i called um my two co-hosts reese and lassie um and i didn't know lassie at the time but they were at best buy and they got a microphone of um a usb mic a snowball usb mic from best buy won't forget it and um we just did a podcast we just did it and after a while, and no pun intended, but it did snowball into something really, really cool. And people were like wanting to be on the show. I'm like, this is crazy. Like folks want to talk to us. And so, um, and we started, I started to find like podcasting got me into um, so many different industries in Milwaukee. Like it was the rap scene. Rappers wanted to, the Milwaukee rappers and artists wanted to get on our podcast and, and showcase their music. And I met so many rappers and musicians and artists based off a podcast. So I found it as a tool to really network and really uplift um, not only just our voices, but voices of other artists, especially here in Milwaukee. And so that's when I started to say, you know what, maybe this could be an actual business of uplifting um, black and brown voices. And so um, after we kind of did our podcast, um, I decided to go ahead and say, you know what, let me start 
you know, recording podcasts. And my first podcast was um, that I recorded um, was called uh, Such an Effort Lady with um, Crystal and Jennifer. And there were two women. They were um, uh, one was a lawyer. One is a lawyer and one is a, a life coach. And their, their podcast was just about them being women in the city of Milwaukee and living their lives. And now I mean, they did 50 episodes, but now one of them is married. Um, one of them has a baby. And it's just like, it's so funny how to see them from 2016 to now. And I wish I could still record them. I always call them and say, yo, I think y'all need to start the podcast back up. But it was just a great opportunity just to really uplift voices and just really network. It's really a great networking tool. Because I see you, you mean, you got Donald Driver. I mean, you you are killing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a really great opportunity to network. So that's what I love about podcasting. Um, another question you had asked, though, what makes a great podcast? Um, for me, it's consistency and sound quality more so consistency than sound quality because you can work on that but consistency is something that is truly truly important um you know you say every tuesday i love that you say that because now folks know that every tuesday um you know they can expect your podcast and you I taught me that a, yeah 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 and I, I say that all the time because you know it's like a tv show you know that um, I know that, you know, certain shows, let's say we know that Insecure, when it was coming on, it came on every Sunday. We knew that we were expecting that same thing with you go back in the day. Um, I don't remember when it came on, but, you know, when Will Smith came on, you know, when Martin came on, you know, when all of our favorite television shows came on and, and your podcast is a show. Sometimes I tell folks not to say podcast, maybe say show or program, but it is a show. And you have to let them know that, hey. My show comes on every Tuesday and drop it. And when you miss that Tuesday, people will be you will be calling you like or hitting you up and saying, where's the show? Where's the episode? I need that in my life. You, you never know what your show can do for, for other people. Some people listen to your show while they're in the car, while they are um, working out, while they're cleaning up. And so you not dropping that show in that time that they need it then you kind of messing up their lives as well too. Now they upset hitting you, like, you know, giving you bad reviews because you ain't dropping your show on the time you're supposed to drop it. But yeah, consistency and sound quality um, is, is important. But like I said, consistency is probably the main thing you want to really focus on to get a great podcast. Content and all that other stuff, that'll come as well too. You can work on that. You know, like I said, I love your content because you have a great niche of positive news. And, um, but like I said, you can work on that stuff, but consistency is key. Y'all listening for I really learned from him. So when I interviewed him for his article, uh, for a Carbon Stone article, we were talking about audio, uh, audio, um, moguls. And I remember just him telling me, he was like, if you going to do it on this day at this time or whatever, you better do it every time. So if you say you're going to do yeah, bi-monthly, you better do bi-monthly. And I was like, I was listening to that. For and I real? was like, you know what? That's a big part of Carbon Stone because we intentionally put weekly um in our in our tagline mm -hmm. your weekly source of positive news because if people didn't know this news comes out every single day um and you kind of get tired of news so i made sure to specifically say weekly so people don't have you don't we don't release an article every single day it gives you time to actually be able to um, yeah. like really get get yourself involved in our content because we have so much the videos the articles and all that stuff and if you're posting it all the time and i feel like sometimes like we it's too much content a lot of times yeah and so yeah. But, you know, just connecting that back to consistency. And that's been something different for me with this podcast, because every Tuesday I have to come mm -hmm. out with the episode. So now I'm thinking, OK, we're in season one. How long do I want season one to go to? Because I don't want it to go a whole year. 
when do I want season two to start? And then what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Are we going to keep it on the Tuesdays? Are we going, you know, whatever, you know, whatever that looks like. But it's it's definitely been a challenge keeping the consistency um, on a weekly, weekly basis, same day yeah. and making sure that all the content is basically the same. So like you said, when people do come to the podcast, no matter if it's on Apple or Spotify, they're used to, it says, this is acting exactly in the title. I know what I'm looking for. I know this, the bio, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so going back to uh, podcasting, y'all can't see right now, but when I do post a video, he, you could tell, you know, he runs a show like from the headphones to the microphone that he's using. And then also <laughs> in his voice, the power in his voice, like you are meant to do this. Um, So what have you learned about? Thank you. No problem. A big part of your business is teaching other businesses or helping other businesses start podcasts or just overall storytelling. So what have you learned um, about how to teach others or just be there as an assistant or however you want to word it uh, when it comes to, you know, helping other businesses when it comes to their storytelling? So I'll give you a great example. So one of the podcasts, um, podcasts that are on my network is uh, Woman in the Mirror podcast. It's called, it's a faith-based podcast. It's my first um, first lady from my church and then one of my um, church members. And uh, and they, so their podcast is really about just uplifting women through the power of Christ and and um, really just just really giving that, uh, that, that, that uplifting word and what have you. And so, um, when they first started, they were so nervous. Like I said, like, what you nervous for? They were like, we're turning on a microphone and we're, so I think part of my job as a podcast network and part leader of a podcast network, CEO, president, whatever you want to call me, I like to call myself a servant because I'm serving my podcast. When I come in, I'm not just turning on the mics and let the folks talk. I'm really giving them confidence. I'm really giving them guidance. Like, and, and I just looking at their show, cause they started their show last year, Last year, I want to say around ooh, October, maybe probably a little bit before that, um, because every year she does the Woman in the Mirror conference and where women get together. And this is really powerful, great movement. It's really fun. Um, and I got my my chance to actually go to it this year because they did a live podcast show. So I finally got a chance to see behind the scenes and they really do their thing. It's all women just coming together, having a great time. And um, but just from them, it's really building their confidence. Um, I have another show called On What Though, which is a sports podcast. With them, it's a little different. Like they they come in, they know what they want to talk about, and I can just turn the mics on with them. And then you know they have their different um you know different buttons and things like that on the show. So it really is just really serving the podcast and their needs. Same thing with Devin with um uh, with Share the Vibes, his podcast. You know he he I'm his co-host. <laughs> I wasn't looking to be on his show, but he was like, uh, hey, let's rock this thing together. And like, so he's getting these guests on and I'm making sure that, um, you know, I'm dropping the episodes for him when he needs it, making sure everything's all good. So I'm I'm seeing that I have to be a servant to um, these podcasts. And it's really has stepped my game up because now I'm always looking for ways to better the network, looking for ways to get them money, get them advertise advertisements and things like that sponsorship so um running a network is, is not hard because i'm also a full-time teacher as well as it is hard excuse me because uh, um i'm a full-time teacher as well too so um and i'm teaching kids how to do this too so like i'm doing this in real time which I, this is why i love um teaching because it's like hey y'all i'm not just telling you what to do i'm actually doing it and so um it's been a, it's been a journey it's fun um and it's it really is fulfilling to see folks find confident in confidence in their own show. Like now, when I go into the Woman in the Mirror podcast, like they're ready to go. They're telling me, like Jay, turn on the mics. Let's go. Let's go. We ready. 
And it's still, it feels so good and it's so empowering to see folks come into their own voices, come into their own stories. And, you know, and I, I selfishly like to say I have a part in that, but honestly, I'm just happy to be, be there to serve. And so it's it's really been a, a humbling experience. Um, and it's really been a fun experience. And I take on any now folks are coming in, asking me to po- be a podcast consultant. I'm like, what is that? I'll do it, though, for the money. <laughs> but uh, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, but it's really been an, an honor to really serve the podcast that I have. And, and even for you, like it was an honor for you even asking me like what. And, and also, I want to from another aside real quick, real quick. I want to say thank you once again, because I want to do this on this podcast so the whole world can hear. Thank you for this article that you gave me, because with this article, I'm going to tell you, though, after your article, that's how I got it. I got a TMJ4 um, news uh, thing like right after that, because they saw your article. And so I want to tell you now, whatever you need from me, I got you. <laughs> so I want to say that. So all the <laughs> folks that's listening to this podcast can hold me accountable because they were like, you know, they be like, you know, Aisha, you heard him say that. So if he <laughs> if he tells you no. It's on the podcast, but I want to thank you for that too. But like I said, it's an honor even for you to come and ask me about podcasting, 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 excuse me. And so um, it's just really honestly, I like I, it's truly an honor to serve all the podcasts that are not only on my network, but folks that are just reaching out and asking for help. And and I really, I truly enjoy it. So when you said that earlier about, you know, this is meant for you, you built for this uh, in in a way, I'm like, wow, that that was that was real humbling to hear, and I appreciate that. Oh, he got me over here smiling like an idiot, but people always see me smiling <laughs> like this. My mom was just making fun of me. She was like, your smile, man. She's like, but it's a good thing. It's a good Infectious. thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need more positivity and smiles in this world because folks is going crazy right now. Oh, they're going crazy. But no, thank you. Like, for real. Like, for I, I really appreciate the kind words. Um, Again, if y'all listening, we on Carbon Stone Podcast. My name is Naisha Stone. Juan J. Thompson with Audio Moguls Media. And make sure y'all hit them up for podcast consulting. Um, So recently, you were partnering with uh, Social X. And they held, mm. um, what was it? Immense Wellness, I believe. Wellness. Yep, absolutely. Um, yep. And, mm-hmm. and it was a... I don't want to butcher it, but um, it, it was like a mental health like panel or just like yep. an event for for black men, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You spot on. Yep. Perfect. So, like, how did you get a part of that? And you know, how did, does that? You know, how does mental health or you know what you do with your business? Like, how did you connect that? You know, why did you participate um in an event? Once again, it I like I said when I tell you when people come and reach out to me, I I, I am truly. I'm in my season right now being super grateful and gratitude. I have an actual journal right here. I'll pull it up here because I know we on video, but it's 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 a prayer journal. You probably can't see. Yeah, it's a prayer journal. But this journal, um, I've been writing like not only just my prayers, but my gratitude and just being thankful for everything that's been coming my way. So Renell reached out to me in De- I want to say December-ish, um, top of December. And um, he was like, hey, bro, uh, I'm doing this thing and I want you to moderate it. I'm like, me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like me for real so it was just an honor so um so he just kind of told me like this is what we're doing um uh, because the women i believe tania if i'm saying your name correctly i apologize um incorrectly i apologize but they already the women on social x already had their own thing and of course man it, it, you know for, you gotta we gotta pull teeth as renell said and we gotta drag us to come out and so um we had this event and it was amazing about 70 men came out and Renell had me moderate to do the fireside chat to moderate it. And um, the stories that were told 
um, was amazing. And if I can be forward and just tell you like one quick story, um, Jakeem, who is um, working for the Bucks right now, he's from Dallas and he was telling a story about when he was in Dallas and he got a job and um, a job fired him in six hours. Like he was even, he didn't, he just, I mean, I, I laughed and joked with him, but I'm like, bro, did you even get your email? Like your five, like you, did you even like log in and, and, you know, get all your credentials and stuff. And he was just saying like how that was mentally draining for him and stories like that need to be told, especially from other men. Cause we're told to, you know, work and make ends meet. Um, another person on there, shout out to Izzy. He talked about how he had this business um, and right after COVID, like everything went down and he even said it himself, like he, he thought that was the end. He thought it was over. And now he's, you know, paying back his creditors and things like that. But those conversations needed to be uh, talked about because, um, you know, we don't we don't have a space for us to do that. And so immense wellness was a great opportunity. There were four sets, but my, I think six sections um, that the two I went to what I love the most, um, shout out to Linnell, I believe if his name is. Yeah, he uh, he had a, yeah, OK, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yep. Lanelle Ramey. So he had a um a session called Imposter Syndrome. And it was so dope to hear him. And it was funny because I had to come after him. And um, and I was saying to myself, like, this dude is cold. Like the way he's speaking and talking, but even he he said it himself. He's like, I have imposter syndrome. I just did this symposium with the Bucks. And, you know, I I, you know, other people tell me I crushed it. But he was like, I feel like I didn't do a great job. And I'm like, what? You had Bobby Portis there. You had so many great people there. And you tell me you didn't crush it. But those are things we need to hear because as men, we always, we we feel that way. And so many men could relate. So I think um, this was the first one. Um, and I think this is going to be an annual thing. And shout out to Social X, shout out to Renell. And once again, Renell reached out to me out the blue. I wasn't even expecting it. And he was like, bro, I want you to do this. And when I tell you he was supportive all along the way, um, he made sure I got my notes out, made sure I did all this stuff like that. And that's the brother right there for real. That is genuine and true. And I, once again, I thank him for that, but, um, that it was a great opportunity and I, and, and I, and I, you know, look for it. If he wants me to moderate, whatever he needs, I got him. <laughs> so if he wants me to moderate again, I'm here, um, or just show up to the show. And we were at the, uh, direct, direct supply, um, building in, um, on the industrial parkway. And it was amazing. It was a beautiful space. And uh, I think we just had a wonderful time with all those men there and we ate good and, and we just learned a lot. So it was dope. I had a great time. Well, thank you for sharing that. And to the listeners, um, I hope y'all don't think it's random why I brought that up, but, um, although we are talking about podcasting, I think it's very important that we do focus on real life. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, for example, I am in my older brother's room, you know, in town, you know, with him. And we got a lot of stuff going downstairs. Like, you know, there are a lot of things that be, go could go be going on in the background that we don't always mm -hmm. necessarily talk about. Um, we were just supposed to put on this professional face and um, just keep it going. Yep. So I think it's important for us to highlight, you know, those events or those those topics such as mental health and especially for black men, because we love y'all. I love y'all. This Thank is a black woman saying we love y'all. Like, I love my daddy. You know, I love my brothers and all like love us back. I know y'all do, but love yes. us a, a little love bit harder. Love us black women a little bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, definitely. So let's 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 keep this conversation going. Like, yeah. I really I really really enjoy talking to you, though, because hey. like, I. I've learned a lot from you when it comes from podcasting. Um, I kind of want to talk about, we we talked about a little bit beforehand um, when we were doing an article, but Web3. So again, I know a yeah. little bit about it. You did describe it more. Um, but why is it important that you're teaching black and brown 
um people about web three and i know and can you talk about a little bit about the the mikaway tech hub and you know your partnership mm -hmm. and working with nadia johnson shout out to her um to her. But yeah can you talk a little bit about that yeah so web three i think is the is our opportunity to build generational wealth and take on the helm of building generational wealth and helping to close the wealth gap because we miss so many trains uh that left us like we miss um we're starting we're starting to get on the train a lot of us like the financial train you know stocks and bonds and stuff like that wasn't really talked about until now it was like maybe within the last couple of years especially during the pandemic um shout out to eyl um because they're the ones that's taking the ham on talking about that and um and so you know that now we're kind of catching that train but we're always playing catch up and so Web3 is now this thing that's coming out and it's it's still brand new. It's still you can hop on this train because this train is still docked and it's it's like it's, it's all aboard right now. And so I'm trying to make sure I bring my people on a board, us on a board and say and, it, and brown folks as well, too, to say, come on, we need to get on this train. So just real quick, Web3 is basically user generated content where you control that content. Web2 is your facebook your instagram your snapchats all these different platforms your tiktoks they would not exist without your data without your information so without you doing your dances and your music and all this stuff like that they wouldn't exist think about it they're really they're they are just a tool for us to utilize our our talents and abilities and how much should we get paid from it not a, nine times out of ten if you're not a big creator you're not getting you're only getting pennies same thing with the music industry as well, too. You know, I've gotten streams. I look at my my ASCAP account uh, from songs that I did. I only get paid a dollar a quarter. I'm like, man. Well, of course, I'm not a big artist and I'm streaming that much. But even then, like, uh, you know, uh, Spotify only pays like 0.006%. So with Web3 technology, um, this is an opportunity for you to take control of your data um, and really take control of your talent. So like, for instance, uh, a great example is NFTs. Um, NFTs is more than just the board monkeys and the apes and whatever you want to look at it and all the stuff like that. It's really a tool, uh, a tool to, um, build community with. So an example of how we're doing it is, um, I'm working with a podcast called black butterfly experience, and, um, it's a podcast about mental health, black mental health. Um, and the, the host is a um, clinician and she's, it's therapist. Um, and she knows she has experience with, abundant experience of working with poor and disenfranchised communities in their mental health. And so she created this podcast to destigmatize mental health and also give you the resources. What the, um, what the NFT is going to do is it's a, it's going to be a butterfly and you can buy this NFT and it's going to give you opportunities to get resources from all over the city. Um, and then hopefully if it gets big enough all over, you know, all over the world. Um, but, you can buy this NFT and you'll be able to use this NFT. So it's really your opportunity to buy into the podcast. And in return, you're going to get a wealth of knowledge and resources for, you know, for a small amount. Whereas, you know, if you don't have insurance, you know, that could be thousands of thousands of dollars. So um, using this Web3 technology, it gives people an opportunity to um, create a ticketing system. Let's say for my artists out there, if you have an, um, if you have a, a, a an album that you just dropped, Drop an NFT with it as well, or turn your album art into an NFT. Have your favorite fans buy that NFT, and then when you do your tour, you can say, oh, who are my fans that have bought my whatever album it is, right? They can go backstage and show you that. Now they can go backstage with you. 
Those are the fans that you can rock with. And then you have the blockchain that allows you to see who's been fans since day one. And that, and you know, maybe you can do something special for them. So if they've been buying your NFT from day one, and then now you at Coachella, hey, my fans that's been with me for day one, y'all get to rock with me on stage at Coachella. And because of this NFT thing, and then also they're buying into your music. This is another way to give them royalties. I know um, there's an app, and I can't think of the name of it right now, but um, Nas with King Disease 2, I believe. Um, if you bought the NFT for King Disease 2, um, depending on what tier of NFT you bought, you are able to get royalties from that from that um from that album because you bought the into the NFT. So it's just really cool, unique ways that you can use it besides just the the um you know the board apes and the monkeys. You can really do some tangible things with it. And I want folks like us to kind of use that technology and learn how to use that technology for um you know for the betterment of our community. We can do that and really build some wealth. Um, and really build wealth within our community as well, too. So that's really the goal of using Web3 technology. And you don't you don't need to know a lot to do it. Um, see, it's that, real see, simple to use. That was my question is because, mm -hmm. like, you know, I hear a lot about, like, you should be making NFTs, right? But mm -hmm. then it's just like, okay, do you go on a computer and it's like making a graphic? Is that literally what yep. it is? Yep. Or is it like, can anything be an NFT? Yep. I guess I just kind of like, so, for example, if Carbon Stone made an article, is there a way to turn that into an NFT? And like, yep. how does that work? So all these questions, make sure y'all go pay him so he can teach you Ooh. how to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I call him my OG, but uh, his name is Christopher Perceptions. I think you, you are you familiar yeah, with Christopher? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has, um, so he has a, a class on Udemy. It's like a 20 minute class. It's really a video. And he shows you how to mint, how to mint the, um, mint the uh, NFT on um, uh, OpenSea. And it's real, it's real simple. Like you said, just take a graphic, Go on the OpenSea. Make sure you have a Ethereum wallet. Um, the best wallet to get is called. And I have it on my uh thing here. It is. And the wallets are where you keep like the like the NFTs and like yep. the like let's say like maybe even a Bitcoin or something like that. Yep. So this particular wallet is for the Ethereum, and this wallet is called MetaMask. M E T A M A S K. If if you're listening right now, just go to type go to metamask.com and it's free to get a wallet. It's 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 free and it'll be on your browser and um and yeah you just get it and then you buy Ethereum. You can buy Ethereum in so many different ways. You can buy it from Coinbase. You can buy it from I think Robinhood now lets you buy um Ethereum uh, and actually have a wallet with that. So you buy the Ethereum um money or or, or crypto and you put it in your wallet and then you go to OpenSea. Um, dot io o p e n c s e a dot io and you'll be able to open up an account and you can just go in there and peruse and see what folks are doing and people are doing some really cool things yes they got some art out there now there's i mean this web3 thing has been so crazy ai art you don't even have to be an artist now you can just type in what you want the what you want to draw and it will come up for you and you can just use that and mint that and now you now you can actually be a an artist without being an artist. If you're not a type, and if you're a person that knows how, knows how to be descriptive and really um, say what you need to say and, and know how to say things and write things out, which you don't even have to do that now because they have chat PT where you can just tell chat PT like- That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you don't even have, it's, it's it, I, I'm in, as an artist, as a person that love art and music and, and such, you know, there's soul into it, right? So yes, it kind of sucks the soul out of it because there are so many great artists. Like I see, I'm, I'm looking at your paintings right now. I, I don't know if you did that or your brother did that. And my brother, Rodell Johnson. 
Yeah. So like he did that and he took his time and he saw that. And I think that's just divine to, to pull something out of nowhere and come up with some art. But people can, you know, type out that description and they can have something sort of similar to that and they can be artists now. So there's really no way for you to say like, oh, there's no money to be made out here. There's so many different tools that I'm learning every day. I'm like, yo, I can really add this as a revenue stream. Um, but it's just sitting down, having a conversation with each other and say, hey, here's what we can do. And really bringing your community together and, and really making money out of it. So there's so many different cool things you can do um, with Web3 technology and AI art and AI, all this type of stuff. So, yeah, just just Google. If you just Google it, it's there. But if you want to, just hit me up and I'll be more than happy to have some time. And just tell you what I know, because I'm, I'm always willing to share information because I want to see us succeed. Y'all heard him. Carving Stone Podcast. Now you should stone. stone. Andre Thompson. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So I got a few more questions. I always yeah. say that, you know, we be we be running out of time. The conversations be going so well. Um, so you're from, you know, Milwaukee. Where would you like to where would you like to see the city go when it comes to specifically storytelling? And about the black community, yeah. whether that's with podcasting, whether that's articles, whether that's like a broadcast or whatever that may be. Like, where do you want to see that go? And how do you want that story told? Yeah, I, I want Milwaukee to be known as the and I hate to use, not hate to use this comparison, but I always say this comparison. Milwaukee can easily be the Atlanta of the north. Why? Because we have a nice black population here um, and brown population. And um we we if we support each other more i think that we could truly be a place where people want to stay um i did a i did a, a, a real quick i did a podcast with um share share the vibes and um and this is no shade at all but um we had we interviewed hyphen it's gonna come out real soon and so um i noticed that everybody from hyphen wasn't there like for instance Tariq moody but I want to give him props because he came in to Milwaukee and saw all the things that Milwaukee needed to do. And so there are people coming into the city of Milwaukee, coming from different places like Chicago, Detroit, and all these other places where they're taking their wealth of knowledge and they're helping build Milwaukee up. And I don't shun those folks away because we need that help. And so um, we need more folks to come in. We need our own. We need our own people to come in. And um, when, I, when I say own people, I mean Milwaukee, folks from Milwaukee that are born and raised here to work together and build each other up. And I think that's happening now. I really do see that. We still got some more time to go, um, but I do see that there are places uh, and people that are working together to really build Milwaukee up. And then I want to be able to say, I want to be able to share that story. I want to be able to talk to you. I want to be able to talk to Ambition Center. I want to be able to talk to so many different other places that are building each other up and say, you know, these people are that are people that are, have stayed and really became a pillar in the city of Milwaukee. And we can we can we can tell our own stories by having our own podcast network. And I'm just all about helping other folks. Like if you are black or brown um, podcast network, um, uh, media company, whatever, how can I help you? What, what can we do to truly um, really cultivate Milwaukee and make it a place where folks don't leave but stay? And then have your L.A.'s and your Chicago's and your New York's come here for, I don't know, a BET Awards or for the Grammys or for All-Star Weekend or for whatever. And they don't feel afraid because, they you know, you know, when even during the um the basketball run that we had, the NBA championship in 2021, people were like, oh, it's a small market, small market, small time Milwaukee, small time this. I, mean, I just heard that Bobby, Bobby Portis loves Milwaukee and play people like him that just champion our city and 
champion black and brown businesses and black owned businesses. We need folks like that. And we need to have that for ourselves. And, and that would be the story to tell for the city of Milwaukee that, hey, we love our city so much that we grew it to a place where folks want to come, want to stay here, want to work here and want to just raise a family here and be loved and love on each other. And that's the story I can't wait to tell. I'm, I'm, I'll be super excited to tell that story. Cause trust me, I want to go down to Atlanta too. I want to be down there because I love Atlanta. Atlanta be popping. Trust me. I was when I was growing up down um growing up and we went down there to see my cousins and stuff like that. I'm like, it's black people here doing well. Houses out the wild mansions doing great. And it's like, man, I want to be here. But why can't we have that in Milwaukee? And that's the story I want to tell. I love it. And um we gonna get there. We definitely gonna get there. It's it's gonna we take are. us some time. Um, I want to get yep. to a point where people know that black people are in Milwaukee. Um, they'd be yeah. like, "Is black people there?" And I'd be like, "In Milwaukee, not oh, really no. Wisconsin." And so, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> With the last question I have, and you know what it is, when people listen to this interview, what do you want them to get from it? Um, I want folks to um work together, work together share your knowledge, share your wealth, um, um, and share, um, just share, work together, build community. Community is so huge. Um, I, I talk to my grandparents all the time and they said back in the day, you can go to your neighbor next door and borrow some eggs and some sugar. Uh, they'll watch your kids for you. They'll do all these different things. Community was such an important way of growing up. Um, now we don't have that as much. So I should be able to go to Carved in Stone and be able to, you know, say, hey, can you drop this article for me or vice versa? Hey, can you do this podcast for me? I should be able to go to, you know, wherever medium that I need to go to and work with them and be able to, you know, exchange, pay for their services. Obviously, right. You want to do that because we don't, we need to pay the the money in um in black communities. Just go out the wazoo. We all we don't, I think it don't even stay in our community more than three hours. I think it is. And that's a shame. So we should, first of all, pay for our services, um, pay for each other's services. And not only that, just build each other up. Hey, if you, if Carpenter Stone, now you see something I'm not doing right, or I should be doing better. Hey, tap me on the shoulder. Hey, more, nah, that's not how you move. Or, you know, Hey, you could do this a little bit better. And I know somebody who could, and like you said, I'm, I've been, <laughs> y'all, y'all been my headshots for the past seven, six, seven months now. Like ain't nothing wrong with that. that that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly man i mean i've been giving it to everybody everybody shoot i gave it to you <laughs> so, I uh, I was like, wait a minute we did take pictures did, I, did we do this and I'm like yes y'all did and it was great i had a great time that <laughs> laugh like i said you're a photographer uh what's her name i shout out to her i can't think of her name right now leah shout out to leah she was man when i tell you i was over there like yo she's doing her job she got me over here laughing and joking having conversations <laughs> and warming up to me i'm like Man, she she cold at this, but that's the thing. It's like really, I want folks to build community and work with each other and and help each other out. That is the goal. That's how we grow. That's how our city becomes the amazing city that it is. Let's get money together. Let's buy property together. Let's do do all the things that we can together to take our city back and really um, make our city uh, a, an incredible city that we know that it can become. And I know we can do it. I know we can do it. I get happy when I see. Um, I see black folks doing great things, brown folks doing great things. I, I love it. I love it. I'm super excited for where Milwaukee's going to go. So let's work together, y'all. Let's build community. We all know what Issa Rae said. I'm not going to repeat it because it's so iconic mm -hmm. and we all know what she said. <laughs> and nobody can say she it better did. than she her. She said it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but, um, You're right about that. 
This is the end of the Carbon Stone podcast. Just this episode, I'm Wanjay Thompson of Audio Moguls Media. Mm-hmm. If y'all ever looking for some podcasting, whether it's consulting, um, how to build it out, um, Web3 development, please look him up. You know, visit CarbonStone.com. We have an article there so you can connect with him. Um, my name is Naisha Stone, and make sure to visit us every Tuesday after this as I interview different uh, people around the world about positive things in their life. And remember, in the mm-hmm. end, everything will be carved in stone. In the end, everything will be carved in stone.